This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. I was over in western Iowa late Friday and the combines were running in soybeans. Crop condition there looked better than at home. There was even some green corn, something we had not seen here for a while. The forecast here is warm and clear, perfect for the harvest to get going. They were hoping to wrap up the early harvest. They'd been going fast, rolling up around bales of stalks. First off, there was no surprise on the corn yield overall, but some surprise of the variability of yields field to field. Some fields that looked as good as others fell off. The average yield was pretty much as expected. What was different is that they were getting as many stalks as normal, even from fields that had a lower than normal grain yield. That tells us that the plants were there to finish this crop when they ran out of water. Harvest here will be early and short-lived. I think that the early harvest will out yield the late harvest, because that crop was furthest along when the water ran out. Warm and dry may be great for the corn and soybean harvest, but it's not so good for winter wheat or corn belt subsoil moisture recharge. The drought goes on. There was no surprise that funds had added to longs in corn and soybeans in the most recent commitment of traders report. Early weakness was expected this week because of the harvest activity, but it is modest for now. The trade will be looking for continuing USDA export sales announcements and how markets perform in China. December corn closed above 377 last week, which opens the door technically to 389 and 407. The chart gap at 345 in December appears to have signaled something big. There's no five-wave count complete yet. Weather is negatively impacting corn the world over, and the crop should be binned. Our local ethanol plant narrowed their basis to a nickel under. When the market is going up and the basis likewise tightens, something's going on. They were accepting 17% moisture corn. Farmers Forward sold a lot of $8 to $9 cash soybeans being delivered now and are selling more off the combine for $10 a bushel. Farmers appear to be more interested in selling soybeans than cash corn. I'm going to be more contrarian and bend mine. I'm looking for a friendly quarterly stocks report. I think that China will continue to be a strong buyer that it has become and that the La Nina could impact South American production. Along with no subsoil recharge here and inflation, there could be a lot of upside potential in soybeans next spring. The market is already telling us to plant more soybeans next year. The rally is timed nicely to the fall election. Talk of $10 cash soybeans along with COVID payments is less coincidence than one might think. Donald J. Trump says that China wants him to lose. They would prefer that, but are smart enough not to do things that would get them blamed as working for his defeat if he wins. President Trump told China that he needed them to buy major commodity purchases to help him with his farm base, and they are complying. U.S.-Chinese relations will be contentious regardless who was elected. The U.S. dollar was up Monday. The dollar has been tracking opposite of the stock market, which was lower. The fundamentals getting the most focused by these markets is the next tranche of COVID aid stimulus that is tied up in knots in Congress. It was looking like there was a little progress towards something last week before the RBG passing and the disruption that her potential replacement caused to strip the gears of anything else they were working on. The U.S. economy has recovered about as much as it is going to without additional stimulus. 
A broad base of the stocks were no longer driving the last rally, just a few tech stocks as the breadth narrowed. The Fed says monetary policy will not be enough to keep growth going and is telling Congress that fiscal stimulus is needed. They are telling Congress to go ahead and spend money and the Fed will make some more out of thin air. The problem is that the government has no actual cash and any stimulus is debt financed by creating new money from cyberspace by the Fed. They are wrapping everything up tighter and tighter into this ball of GDP created by fake money that pays no interest. Can the strings break? On the hogs, Packers killed 2.587 million head of hogs last week. That was 14,000 fewer than the comparable week a year ago. How can that be? Did someone create a strategic reserve of hogs someplace? I doubt that we've ever had a hog report being looked to for so many answers to so many questions. The cash hog market, which there was supposed to be way too many of, outran the pork cutout market. That is really puzzling because any seasonal rally in hogs should have been product driven, and it was not. You're listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.